0: This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 409. Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, September the 14th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, and this is our Reviews episode for releases from the week of Wednesday, September the 14th. Thank you for joining us for another yet another Reviews episode. Uh, this week, I did not get a chance to read a lot of comics. I don't know what's been going on with me lately. I've had a new job. I've had a lot of things going on. So I used, I used, I've, I, I've been looking at old episodes. And I think I used to talk about at least like 20 books a month or sorry, a week, I should say. And I'm like, man, that was a lot of books. Uh, now I'm usually routinely between, like, five to ten books, but, um, so I don't have a as much of a chance to review as much for the show, but I still enjoy putting together these episodes and putting together kind of my formative views on the comics. Now, uh, I'm putting this episode up on the 21st of September, so new releases are actually just already hitting the stands, uh, so what better time than now to look backwards at the comics that came out this past week, um... Anyways, before we get into discussing this, though, I wanted to do a little bit of housekeeping that I sometimes do at the end of the show, and that's just to mention uh, that we have upcoming episodes. this week's uh reviews uh, not sorry not reviews, uh conversation episode or um part of our interview series, which has now become basically the show. Uh I remember once upon a time it was the summer interview series, then it was the fall, then it was the winter interview series, and then it was just the interview series. Basically that's what the show does most of the time these days. Uh, our next episode four four ten, not four oh ten, four ten. Um, if I get to four thousand episodes, good god. Uh that's that's way too many. Uh, <laughs> Um, like 40 years, so I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, so, episode 410 is going to be our conversation with Phil, uh, Jimenez. Uh, it took me a second to remember the pronunciation of the name, and I believe, believe that is more or less correct. Uh, episode 412 will be coming out, um, I guess on the 30th of September, and that will be our conversation with Scott Collins, uh, current artist at uh, Blue Beetle. Uh, previously he was an artist on The Flash and, uh, and many other, uh, books, um and he's just an amazing artist, and then we also have a conversation with Terry Cavanaugh coming out the week after on Friday, October the seventh uh, He is uh, one of the writers uh from the Clone Saga era of the Spider-Man book, specifically, he's the one who kind of came up with the original idea for revisiting the Clone Saga and bringing the clone back. So that's uh, that's going to be an exciting... Uh, well, I've already recorded it, so it was an exciting chat, and I, I think I'll really enjoy it. So that's, the I guess, the next uh, three weeks' worth of uh, non-reviews episodes. Um, we have some other stuff kind of in the pipeline. We're hoping to have Devin Grayson back on the show soon. Uh, she has an upcoming book coming out um, It's uh, a new fiction novel featuring Doctor Strange. It's not connected to the movie. It just happens to, I guess, be um, appropriately timed to kind of come out in the same time zone so that we've got a lot of Doctor Strange stuff hitting the stands around the same time. Uh, Working on a few other interviews as well. Um, And uh, I'm always excited to have these creators on the show. And I've started... Um, we, when we had Ron Friends on the show uh, I guess last week for 4.08 uh, it's nice to have people come back to the show as well uh, I can ask questions I forgot the first time delve into other things because obviously with these conversation episodes I do try to go um, you know a little bit for the most part in a chronological fashion covering someone's career and kind of hitting the highs and the lows but more or less like it's it's kind of the most notable stuff. So it's nice about going back on the second and third pass is being able to go a little bit deeper, uh on what else they worked on. Um and what they thought about it. And yeah, it, it's really fun to be able to get a creator talking about stuff that they enjoy that doesn't usually get asked of them. I remember our first conversation with Ron Friends, we talked a lot about Anext, and Anext was a huge thing for me. I really enjoyed it when I was younger. Um I, I remember buying it off the newsstand, and it was I loved Spider-Girl, and I really, really connected with Next And I've always loved those characters. I've always loved uh, that version of Thunderstrike. Um, and I remember talking to him about it, he said, you know, no one really asks about Next I'm like, well, this is basically an Next podcast now, because it was just so much fun to be able to talk to him about it. Anyways, let's actually get into why we're here today, which is the reviews. Um, so this is, first I'll mention some of the books I did not get a chance to read. I uh, includes Astro City, Bat Girl, and the Birds of Prey. Uh, Batman 66 meets Steed and Mrs. Peel uh, Deathstroke uh, Doom Patrol number one Flash Green Lanterns Heldroi and the Green Lantern Corps um, what else? New Superman uh, Red Heart and the Outlaws Suicide Squad Teen Titans Wonder Woman A-Force Only new Inhumans All-New X-Men Black Panther uh, Civil War 2, Gods of War. I don't know how I didn't read that yet. Um, Civil War 2, Ulysses No. 2, Gwenpool, Deadpool, Mockingbird, Scarlet Witch, Spider-Man 29.9, Uncanny Avengers, and Uncanny Inhumans. So what did I get a chance to read? Well, first up, we have Action Comics 963, and... Um, for those who have been paying attention and, and listening to the show, I have been a big fan of action comics uh, since Jerkins kind of took over. Uh, this is written by Dan I work by Patrick Zerker, who I've always really liked his art. Um, I still like the story, because it advances a lot of the kind of the plot lines. Um, this was much more focused on this kind of mysterious cl- uh, Clark Kent we're dealing with now, uh, and his own investigations, and he gets saved by Superman at the end. I found this okay. Um, I wasn't as big a fan of it as I was kind of expecting I would be. Um, it was still interesting. It wasn't Zerker's best art either. I'm usually a big Zerker fan, and I found his artwork a little, I don't know, static? Like, it wasn't quite up to, I think, what is normally his best, or his, his normal. Um, and the script was okay, but I don't know if I really got invested in caring in this this weird new iteration of Clark. Um, I, I they had to do an issue where we had more of a focus from his perspective. Um, we couldn't just have him playing the part he's played in the first arc. Um, but I, I wasn't, I it didn't really grab my attention yet. Um, I'm gonna give the issue a six. Uh, it, it felt like a bit of a step down. It's still good, but not the same. Uh, next up is All Star Batman number two. I feel like I'm one of the only people who's not really. Enjoying this book, it's okay, but I don't find it amazing. Um, uh, uh, I think the scripting is trying to be too fancy, and it's not quite delivering. Uh, It's written by Scott Snyder. It's got artwork by John Romita Jr. Uh, It's got nice art, and it's definitely like kind of a different sensibility to the issue with Batman going up against kind of a veritable who's who of or who's you know all these different people he doesn't even usually go up against all these rogues as he's trying to kind of take Two Face with him. Um, I forget where he's even going. Like, I, I just found that I wasn't that engaged. Um, it was okay, and I found the backups all right as well, but uh, neither one really kind of grabbed me. I thought that the, the, the kind of the, the, the break point for the main story here didn't feel very natural or didn't feel like a cliffhanger, um, and the artwork looks a little blocky. Uh, but, I mean, it is John Meter Jr., but there's times when he's blocky and times when he's a little bit more natural. And I, I just wasn't a huge fan of his artistic uh, take on this book, so I'm going to give it a six. Uh, next up is Civil War II Amazing Spider-Man. This I really liked. Um, it's written by Christos Gage, who was on the show, I guess, back in March? Like it's been a while now. Uh, our work by Travel Foreman. I dug this. It was an, an intriguing battle. I liked... Um, you know, Clash kind of got to be a little bit heroic here. Uh, I like that they go up against Mendelstrom. I like that, you know, there's there's a lot going on here about responsibility, how Spider-Man feels about Ulysses, um, about Clash, about, you know, all this stuff. And um, I found it was, it was really quite interesting to kind of see what's going on and what we're going to see from um, Clayton. I, I, I wonder where we're going to see the character next. Very interesting, and because I, I, I like Clash, um, and it's interesting that he's kind of betting on himself now and what that's going to mean, and uh, I hope that when we get to see Clash again that it will be Christmas Gage writing it, because I think he really has a good a good um, uh, grasp on the character, and, and I think it's very interesting to kind of see how he developed the character, and I, I want to see more from him. Uh, I'm going to give this issue an 8. I thought the art was great. I thought the story was strong. Uh, and very interesting, and yeah, I, I, this really grabbed my attention. I felt like it really entertained me and kept me kept me interested. Next up is Detective Comics 940. Now this is just fantastic. Um, it's got artwork by uh, Eddie Barrows, and he's really killing it here. James Tinney the Fourth is uh, writing it. Uh, it's the Last Stand of Tim Drake. Uh, I won't say much more than that in terms of spoilers, though it's been spoiled all over the place. Um, it's an emotional, um, riveting story, um, very haunting, especially like there's a, a sequence, again, I don't want to say too much, but where Batman's talking about something about Tim with spoiler and about um, you know the choices that you make in being a hero and being a superhero and choosing a life and uh, maybe you know Batman didn't realize everything, and there's a really good emotional moment that happens here. I I almost felt like the ending cheapened it for me a little, um, because it was so effective. And then it was that ending was okay, but I don't know if it really. I don't know. I almost feel like it's something I would have liked to have revealed later. But I guess then that would have felt like more of a cheat, whereas at least addressing it right away, it's less of a. Uh, could cheat when it's revealed later, even though it kind of dulls the impact. Now it lessens the feeling of betrayal of the writer being lazy and just bringing back doing something later. Um, I'm just kind of trying to talk around it. But overall, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it was very strong and give it a nine out of ten. It was you know a very entertaining read and the artwork is just gorgeous. Uh, next up is Old Man Logan 11. Speaking of gorgeous-looking books, the artwork in this remains just absolutely breathtaking by Andrea Sorrentino. Jeff Lemire really doing a great job writing it. Uh, there's just such a... First of all, you can so much of this book comes down to visual the visual aesthetics that Sorrentino's bringing, and I'd love to talk to Lemire about how he's scripting this and how he's working it with how Sorrentino's artwork goes. And if... How much of this is Marvel stuff, It's tightly plotted and scripted because there's things that he does and that Sorrentino does in the art, which is just so intricate and gorgeous that I'm wondering if it is this something that Lemire is imagining and then you know putting in a script, or is it something different? Uh, very enjoyable, great, great issue. I mean, this is just top-notch stuff. Um, I'm gonna give it an eight and a half out of ten. It's just such a good book, and it makes it all the more puzzling that extraordinary x-men just doesn't feel like lemire has a good handle on the characters or what he wants to do with it and then you have a book like this and it's just like wow it, it's it, all of it works um... Then we have spider-man number eight by bar michael bendis and nico leon which is like two separate issues uh... like it's two stories and they're really not connected at all one is spider-man being confronted by luke cage and jessica jones which actually feels really works Um, with how the characters are supposed to be written. They're having a great conversation about secret identities, and I thought it was really interesting. And then you have the second half, which is really just a retread of what we've already seen from a different perspective of what happens with the death of Hawkeye... Sorry, the death of... um, the hulk or bruce banner by hawkeye's hand in civil war two and it felt very ham-fisted and just more explanation and through miles's eyes and i I don't know if i really needed to see it i mean some of the character moments with um and this isn't a surprise that i like this but miss marvel nova and miles together that was cool but then all those parts of tony and i just felt like that was it didn't really work for me It, it didn't Deliver any real points. It just kind of was there. Um, so I, I think that like the beginning of the issue was really strong, and then it just kind of meandered from there. So I'm gonna give it a seven, because um, it just it kind of lost its way, unfortunately. Um And interesting because I haven't read the new issue of Civil War Two that comes out as of on um, the twenty first, but I've heard of kind of what's supposed to be in it. And obviously the idea that Miles Morales is going to be on the run, so I'm curious when this book will become part of that. If it's immediately going to jump that into the in, into that in the next issue. The problem right now is I feel like. This, this book has already kind of lost its way a little because where is the momentum? Like we're getting bogged down in crossovers that Bendis is writing in other books and then Miles is part of that but it just feels like where is the forward momentum in Miles' story? He's just kind of uh, a bystander in other stories right now and that's not really interesting if you're reading this book to read Miles' adventures and not how Miles reacts to other adventures and other people uh and last but not least is Superwoman number 2 by Phil Jimenez um or, sorry Jimenez uh he as i said is going to be our guest on the show in uh two, two days from now i already did the interview with him it was really entertaining and interesting i really enjoyed this issue quite different from the last um and he kind of indicates that that there's a bunch of different like the next few first few issues are all kind of very thematically different from each other, uh in terms of their focuses and how they're handled. Uh the artwork remains absolutely gorgeous. Um, very entertaining book. I love how Lana is being written and how she's dealing with what happened in the first issue, her relationship with John Henry. This was a great, great issue. I'm gonna give this a nine out of th- uh eight and a half out of ten. Uh, very entertaining. Oh, I'll give it a nine. It's, it's a book that makes me feel like anyone could just kind of pick it up and enjoy it. Even though it's very much f- firmly set in the current continuity, it doesn't feel like it's uh, obstructive or hard to get into. Um, so that is our episode. Basically, uh, I should mention that some of the highlights coming out on the 21st or today, earlier today, I should say, um, include Aquaman, Batman, uh, Cyborg with its first issue, and now that we've had Rebirth, uh, Dr. Fate, Green Arrow, Green Lanterns, Harley Quinn, Justice League, uh, Nightwing, Raven, uh, we got the Monster Men storyline going through, I think, Batman and Nightwing, um, Superman, uh, Trinity, and Wonder Woman 77 Special, um... Over at IDW, there's Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse Shorts Season 1, Micronauts, Rom, Uncle Scrooge. And then over at Marvel, there's new issues of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., All-New Wolverine, Amazing Spider-Man, Astonishing Ant-Man, Carnage, Civil War 2, Civil War 2 Choosing Sides, Civil War 2, X-Men, uh, last issues of both those series. Um, the last issue of Deadpool vs. Gambit, new issue. Well, oh, sorry, The Extraordinary X Men Annual, number one. Guardians of the Galaxy is a new issue. International Iron Man, I can't believe that's still running. It's just not a very entertaining book. Uh, Karnak, Mighty Thor, Powerman and Iron Fist, Patsy Walker, aka Hellcat, Punisher, Uncanny X Men, Venomous Space Knight, Vision, oof, can't wait for that. And Vote Loki, number four. So thanks for listening to this episode of Comic Shenanigans and make sure to join us for our next episode where we'll be talking with Phil Jimenez, or Jimenez, I should say. Um, and it's a very entertaining episode, if I should say so myself. You can email us at comicshenanigans at com. like the show on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.